0: Hey! Hello. To Welcome back to way. Teacher Romance. I'm Tracy. I'm Megan, and I'm Michelle. Hey, guys! We did it. That was all. It. That yes. was like the- oh.
1: episode 11. We
2: finally got the <laughs> intro proper. Maybe so it took
1: us. It took us like seven episodes to get mediocre sound and then 11 episodes
0: to get a reasonable introduction i'm not Uh, gonna lie michelle you like paused probably way too long i know because i kept thinking i was gonna say my name sounding weird
1: because we do every time i know i don't know how to say my name now should we practice michelle no no (laughs) (laughs) okay turns
0: out that was fine
1: (laughs) Megan never take an improv class you never yes and you're like no stop absolutely not (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) my dad will be so upset he's a big improv guy is he what he was yeah he uh you know coached speech team you know way back when Mm -hmm. and you know did the the theater things and
2: well did you know that i was so close to starting improv and um i chose rock climbing instead
1: Oh,
0: really?
2: in my in my other linear life, I just watched that uh, mm-hmm. Midnight Light or read the Midnight Library. So oh. one of my paths was uh, I was like signed up for improv classes in Wheaton, and then I was really? like, I, I
1: yeah. guess my, why can't you do it? Um,
2: like- I just started climbing every
0: day. Oh, okay. So it's just <laughs> so that it's just like the- I was just like
2: I'm really busy with this other thing, and then I was like, oh, once I quit climbing, I'll go back to the improv. Here. I feel like
0: Michelle just goes really, really hard on just one thing. So that yeah. makes sense.
2: I can't. And I, do go like,
1: I go forty percent on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. That's my problem. I also
2: like usually don't keep my hobbies this long. I really thought that I was just gonna climb for like four weeks and then like move on. And then Yeah.
1: But it's not a hobby. It's I feel like a
0: you know, it's lifestyle now for you. Lifestyle. Yeah, Thank
1: definitely.
0: You. I'm an elite
2: cool. an elite athlete, by you the way. Are.
0: You're we- practically the lady version of Alex Honnold. That's
2: what I was just thinking, actually. Like, we've yeah. both climbed in Yosemite.
1: That's not I'm a lie. Sorry. And nobody else has. I've <laughs> also
2: been on the top of El Capitan.
1: Oh, my God. Wow, She had a little tag on her coat to prove it. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm going to start calling you A-H, baby. <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks. I will.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say with <laughs>
1: are <laughs> Um what's new guys anything new going on anybody's anybody's day life week month year
2: um no, no? i don't think so well, you guys Well i
1: no. 8 inches off my hair and i'm thinking about going on Wellbutrin so we'll see that's my big
2: news i feel well, like the big
1: life change.
2: actually correlate perfectly
1: though <laughs> i feel like <laughs> yeah 100% i feel like it's the uh i lost my mind a little bit this year so i cut all my hair off and then i had a nice chat with my doctor and said you know what? Maybe I could use a little bit of uh, dopamine or whatever is in Wellbutrin. Chemicals. Yeah, chemicals, baby. We'll I see, have I have like half You have what?
2: Can I like buy a couple off you?
1: Absolutely can not. I'm can- can I can I follower of the century. No, you cannot. Absolutely, zero. Right. But you can but... go to my doctor and see nah. if everything would <laughs> be helpful no. for you. I think it would be. It's like for ADHD ladies specifically and it was almost marketed as the lady viagra which is interesting to talk oh. about, hear about. Mm-hmm. it was like one study away from being like the lady viagra apparently it like really takes ladies libido and goes like we'll wow,
0: who's talk about that next pod
1: <laughs> no you've heard probably the opposite about like lexapro uh. and zoloft and all those this is a different one and it makes it, it truly like truly um was like just one beat away from like being marketed as that versus like an anti-anxiety depression. It's like it's a lot for like um kind of I the way I kind of thought about it when we were talking about it is like the pill form of Ozempic right now, which is like kind of like helps curb the like crazy talking in your brain all the time about things. Um so we'll see. Wait, you, know. you could do that. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, I'll be, maybe I'll be your test subject and you can see. <laughs>
2: well, I just feel like if I'm going to medicate my ADHD, I might as well just go stimulants and just add
1: it up. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what's new with me, though. Anybody want to talk about what they're drinking then?
2: Yeah, I got I got the Tangled Roots um Campfire Brown Ale. Campfire oh. Flannel Brown Ale.
0: You like it's that one?
2: really good. I thought this was miss. I thought they were all gone. Yeah. Nope, found a scraggler.
0: Nice. What about you, Maggie? I'm, I'm, Guys, I'm having booze. Well, not booze. I have alcohol tonight, which is like a diversion Ooh. from what I've been doing lately. It's a diversion.
1: Is wine like, not booze?
0: Um, I guess I, when I say booze, I feel like I associate that with liquor. Like hard yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Booze. I mean, that's where my mind goes. But anyways, yeah. I have a, a 2020 decoy cab tonight, which is actually Ooh. quite delicious. Decoy? The one with the little yeah. Ducky I on it, bitch. I, I guess I'm fancy, guys. That's like a twenty dollar bottle, babe. Thanks, like 30.
2: bro, <laughs> yeah. this is a ten dollar bottle podcast. Just so you know. Yes, listen, guys.
0: It. I poured one glass. I'm gonna like save the rest for the weekend. We
2: don't, we <laughs> don't <laughs> have sponsors, you know that, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Your Definitely.
2: girl
1: will be out here messaging people on uh on on the Gmail to see if yeah. Have sponsor. we heard
0: even back from anyone? No, I'm just gonna keep on grinding. We'll see what happens. Do it. Um, grind forty so percent. So I have I'm
2: on the Voices of Wrestling podcast. Wait, excuse me. Oh, I'm so
1: sorry. Damn, I have the dregs of a Cooper's hawk, something oh. that's red. Yeah, I know about that's it. <laughs> I Make it. Believe it cut me <laughs> off
2: for that shit. Um, <laughs> the, so for Rich's podcast, this company—I forget what it was—they sent him all this free shit, and they're like, "Yeah, we want to uh, list. We want to like be on your podcast." And I was like, "Damn." you have that many listeners for like that high of a sponsor? And he was like, oh, it's Athletic Greens. They sent him all this free Athletic Greens. And then they're like, uh, actually, you don't have enough listeners. And
1: he's like, what? You sent me like
2: $200 worth of product.
1: Like- Damn,
0: that's crazy. Well, yeah. like, to be fair, that's really not that much for Athletic Greens. One bag is $70. That's so- what I mean. But like, Are you kidding me? I wish I was yeah. kidding. Angela just like chop up cakes. a bunch of spinach or something?
2: No, nah. it's got all the vitamins in it. Okay. I don't want to put not
0: things in there.
1: Does spinach not have all the vitamins in it?
2: It's got all the vitamins and nutrients you need.
0: Listen, this is like not an 80 commercial. Fuck yeah. athletic <laughs> greens. <Yeah. It> smells <laughs> like shit. Oh, no,
2: I love it. No, I'll add it for athletic greens all day. I love that shit.
1: <laughs> Well, let's get paid Mm-mm. to do it. All right. Well, um, well, I know it's me. Stop putting off. this off
2: because I've been waiting for your topic all day. <laughs> I fair.
1: know what it is. She's like <laughs> trolling me all day. Totally. I'm not trolling you. I really realistically think you were trolling yourself. I was just like, I'm not going to tell you my topic. And you were like, tell me. And I said no. And then th- for another two hours, you were just like, stop taunting. And I didn't do any of that. So, But you, you knew talk. by
2: telling me the one time I was going to troll myself for the rest of the day. So. <laughs> Oh, that intern is trolling me.
1: <laughs> Fine, you win. Fine, I'll I'll take. I'm sorry. I apologize. Just tell me Stay what fun. it is. Why okay, are you doing this to me. So we're gonna start off. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. I'm gonna ask you. What do the following things have in common? Okay. Okay. Listen to the full list, and if you need more examples, I can give you more. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. Bread. Yes. Wine. Uh huh. Kimchi. I love kimchi,
2: my favorite food group.
1: And Louis Pasteur.
2: It's just pasteurization.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it? Do those things have, are those things pasteurized? Well, fermented. <gasps> That's right. So today we're talking about fermentation oh, well, you should have said beer. Uh, well, so I had more examples, but oh, I was trying to throw you off my fucking sauce. Deeper in lo-
2: yeah, no, you're not going to get me on kimchi. I eat that shit every day.
1: Oh, Phil loves kimchi um, for sure. Um all right so all things yes so fermentation I kind of want to do a little shout out honestly I did this because Phil suggested it if I'm being honest um he was like he loves I, beer Yeah he was just like that could be like an interesting topic and to kimchi. talk
2: about
1: He does love kimchi and kombucha and all of those things Can me
2: and Phil be fermentation brothes
1: Yeah absolutely I'll get you a shirt Um but <laughs> <laughs> so uh he thought it would be kind of an interesting thing and I thought so too and then when I was looking it up I was like This is a nice callback to Michelle's, the love of her life, Louis Pasteur. Um, Mm. And so I thought that would be kind of a fun thing to do. Uh, You know, people want to go back and listen to episode four, which is where we found it or where we first talked about it. Please do. All right. So I'm going to try to muddle my way through this because, man, the science that you have to understand to understand this is something that I haven't participated in since, nursing school and then realistically probably high school when I actually paid attention in chemistry class so you got the Krebs cycle on um, there what
2: you gonna Krebs cycle it
1: I'm not I'm gonna do oh, a very okay. brief I'll like I actually might even show you guys the thing that I have so that you can see what I'm looking at but I also don't want to get too crazy sciency because I feel like if people who are listening who aren't crazy sciencey it's gonna be weird so all right all the foods I mentioned before, including um, not where I didn't mention soy sauce, um, cheeses, miso paste, um, beer, so many things uh, are fermented and all delicious. They all go through this process of fermentation, become what we know and love. Um, and uh, sorry, I said Lewis is thrown in there because he's a large part of why we know and have fermentation today. Um I always thought fermented foods were just kimchi or like just pickles or whatever. Um, but turns out no big fermentation guy over here. So just a couple of sources that I use that I want to cite libguide.org fermentation, science, history of fermentation, Wikipedia, and, um, a Rockefeller university article that was actually very helpful. Um, the history and biochemistry of fermented foods. And then there was another Canadian article that I did not write the name down of, but I can put in our show notes if we want. Um, all right. So what is fermentation? Fermentation is a metabolic process that produces chemical changes in organic substance substances through the action of enzymes in biochemistry, which is Louis Pasteur's pride and joy. It is broadly defined as the extraction of energy from a carbohydrate in the absence of oxygen in food production, it may uh, more broadly refer to any process in which the activity of microorganisms brings about a desirable change to a food or beverage. And the science of fermentation is known as, anybody know what the science of fermentation is called? I didn't know this and I, I hmm. never guessed Is it, it. something weird? Yes. It's very have I heard weird.
0: it before? You probably
1: have heard it, but I don't know. Don't look it up. Are you looking it up? No. I saw Berkey
0: okay. Mover Mouse. I saw Google. I thought, Google it. I thought. <laughs> I it yeah, okay, let
1: me see. Um like and it's not like fermentology. <laughs> Gastrification. What, is it- okay. what does it end in? Ology. Oh, that's cheating. Ology? Yeah. Gastrificationology. No, but I love that and I wish it was called that. <laughs> me too. <laughs>
2: um biomology.
1: No, good. That's a good guess, though. I like where your brain's at. Yeah. It, you're probably never going to guess it. And I actually didn't look it up of why it's called this or anything about like the Latin derivative, which I'm sure it is, but it's um, known as Zymology Z Y M O L O G
0: Y um which That's is the- way shorter of a word than i was anticipating i don't know
2: you told me that i was gonna know this and i've never seen that before in my whole life
0: oh really i the
1: name looked familiar to me for some reason but maybe it's just because i was doing so much research last night i mean i was truly up until like 11 o'clock like <laughs> like <laughs> typing on my computer getting prepared for this Damn. and then i was just sort of pissed it's called zimology I know. I actually like, yeah, what did you say? Gastrointestinalology? What did you say? Gastrificationology. Gastrificationology. That's good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, zymology or zymology, either one. Um, all right. So, just a little bit more about fermentation before we get into it. Then we're going to get, like, really into it. Um, fermentation is one of the oldest forms of food processing known today. I didn't know that. pre Pre. I mean pre-pasteurization, and we're going to talk about that. It's fucking nuts. Like um, AD? Oh, we're talking BC, baby, before the Lord. Um, and I laughed too when I was looking up these dates, and it just made me like think about our previous episodes when you thought Rome was built in 1880, and I like <laughs> cried laughing to <laughs> myself again about how dumb we are with 1880. In- like, terms and then I had to look up too because it was like, One website said BC, one said BCE, one said CE, and the other one said AD. And I was like, what do they fucking mean? Like, what is it? And it's just like people start reading letters letters and things. Um, But I got it all figured out. We're all good. Okay. So... Fermentation. Fermentation is one of the oldest forms of food processing known today. One of um, many of mankind's favorite food and beverages are products of fermentation, whether organically products of fermentation or induced. Um, Things like beer, wine, sausages, various sauces and marinades. Uh, Sausage. uh, Yeah. Um, Sausages. Sausages. (laughs) Sausages. Several different types of fermentation. So it's not like one fermentation fits all. Uh, There are three different types, realistically. Um, Kind of more, but like three main types. So one, alcoholic fermentation. This is the most well-known fermentation and why we're all enjoying a beverage, you know, tonight. This is sugar converted into ethanol and carbon dioxide. Tastes good. Gives us a little buzz. Um second type of fermentation is acetic acid fermentation. So think like your vinegars and your kombuchas and um I don't know, is it kefir or kefir? I don't know. Does anybody have any strong opinions? I thought it was I, I think it's kefir. I thought it was kefir. Oh, okay. Yeah, kefir. um so and then lactic acid fermentation. This is thought to be the oldest and simplest type of fermentation. Um, and it's a metabolic process by which glucose or other six carbon sugars are converted into cellular energy. Okay, so a little bit of history, and I just love this reading about it. So the oldest known quote, I put that in like heavy quotes because it's just like probably known, but the oldest known or thought about fermentation is actually actually 10,000 B.C., um, and it was like a type of drink that somebody made that I didn't write down. But the real known ones that there's actually like some type of like documentation about is 7,000 B.C., That's so fucking long ago, you guys. Like, that's unfathomable how long ago that is to me. I thought
2: 1880 was a long-ass time ago.
1: (laughs) I mean, it is in our lifespan, but like 7,000 BC. Like, that's crazy that there was human people walking around. I just, it's bananas to me. Um, So the first thing that was fermented was... Grapes. No? Beer. Beer, beer yeah. is the first thing. So it was like um a beer type beverage by the ancient Chinese. Oh, because they called- couldn't
2: drink the water,
1: right? I think so. Yeah, it was called it's kui. I don't want to. I'm not trying to pronounce that, but maybe kui or kiu. I don't know. um It was made with rice, honey, and the. um Oh, I guess Michelle, you're right. And the fruits of um hawthorn plants and grape. So yeah, beer. I thought
2: that it had something to do with like berries or something.
1: Yeah. So beer. So 7,000 BC. Then we go up about. 3,000 years almost and about 4,000 BC another beer um, is created or another kind of um, recipe for beer I guess is created but interestingly this is um, the Babylonian civilization and it's women there was like women brewers basically and they were like the most famous and they were like divine goddesses because they could create beer which is like just tits mm. yeah yeah um, then 3500 B.C. to 300 B.C., Egyptians learned how to use it to make bread and brew beer and also ferment dairy products, creating like yogurt and cheese and butter.
0: Um, this is sort of, of giving me like red lipstick vibes. A little bit. Which yeah. is really sad because no one can the hear that episode. Episode. The, the last, last episode. episode of- deep derailments. May she rest. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs>
1: 2000 BC, the first documented pickling of cucumbers occurred in the Middle East, um, which again, 2000 BC. Unbelievable. And then, like, a dumb thought that just popped into my head is like, they had cucumbers? Like, of course, they, did. I don't know, is that so dumb? But, like, that's crazy. It's so long ago. Um, the Only the people, Persian ones, though, you know that? It, oh, really?
2: <laughs> oh, <is that> true. <laughs> I'm so gullible. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, totally. Makes I sense. feel like I said it with <laughs> conviction though. And you were you like, yeah
0: absolutely. I believed you so clearly. <laughs> it took me a minute to be like, oh, she's working around. Okay. Well, then I said Middle East and then you said Persian. So I'm like, oh yes. Yeah, so you really like
1: put it together. That was impressive. Good job. Um, um 1500 BC, the ancient Babylonians developed the technology to preserve meat sausages. Um, Then as time goes on, about 300 BC, we're like nearing fucking Christ, um, fermentation of vegetables becomes widespread in China. Everybody's like, fuck yeah, kimchi, fucking ferment, ferment, ferment. This is great. Let's shove it in this thing. And it's going to stay forever and we get to eat it forever. Um, It probably
2: helped with like um, crop cycling and like uh,
1: the Mm, seasons. I yeah. Well, and, and every
2: day. Well, no also, problem. Just,
1: also, like, it, if you didn't have a good, like you were saying, like if you didn't have a good crop, right? You had food to eat because you, fir- it was not, it wasn't going to like, it had like shelf life, right? Like it was able to like sit on the shelf for longer, and so you didn't have this like aggressive worry about not being able to eat anything, wow. um, which I think is cool. And then we have five hundred to one thousand. A.D. widespread development of cereal legume fermentation processes. Um, so think think like miso, sake, things like that. Um, does anybody have any idea it, when the first whiskey distillery was founded in Ireland? Oh, oh wait, dang. I fucking know this. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Okay. I was just a guess. I was in fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred.
0: Yeah, that's my guess.
1: Berkey? Mm. Before or after that?
0: Right before. Like 13,
1: mm-hmm. 12 to 13. Yes, 1276. Yes. Very good. 1276 AD, the first whiskey distillery was founded in Ireland. Um, 1500 AD, sauerkraut and yogurt begin to be fermented like in troves. Um, 1851, what happened? I'm looking at you, Verky. What happened in 1851?
2: 1851. Right.
1: 1851. Who who I did something that. of of the proper 1851 of the proper 1851 AD? I don't. Yes, you oh. do. What is this whole episode surrounded around with what the OP, baby?
0: Come on, it's Kelly. Last year, discovered pasteurization. Oh, right. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can to re-listen to the episode, sis. <laughs>
2: I think you need.
1: Can- <laughs> That happened a long time ago. I don't know facts to apologize to your dog right now. Um, Nineteen hundred to nineteen thirty, defined cultures are used in fermentation processes, and then from then on until president, president, present, um, probiotic cultures and bacteria are used in mainstream foods all the time, everywhere. So. All right. And then I wrote this just to piss you off, Michelle. I'm not even going to try to lie about it. I said, Louis actually didn't really do that much of this. So I'm going to give him like 10 cents worth of credit. Louis, you're cute. And thanks for germ theory and theoretically for wine. But I think I'm going to I think I'm going to thank the old Babylonian ladies and Egyptians a little more. I'm going for Cleopatra throwing hands against Louis. And then I said, just kidding. Immediately after, because I was like,
2: we're going to start crying. You know what? <laughs> if you want to Die from germs because you don't know how to wash your dirty little hands. That's fine. <laughs> you can brew your beer with your dirty little hands because you're not washing because you don't know about germ theory. And then all of a sudden, oops, killed the whole
1: country. Mm, oopsie. Oopsie. <laughs> Bluebonnet plague. Oopsie.
0: Oh, Jesus, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. I'm kidding. Louis is actually incredibly helpful. um Okay, so did, so we're gonna get in a little bit to. Like the the rest of this, my topic is realistically about like what fermentation actually is. So it's not like we talked about some of the foods that are, they're in and stuff and just kind of understanding a little bit of the history, but we're going to actually like talk about what fermentation is and how we found, how we understood it. Um, okay. So... Louis Pasteur. So he helped us understand like a shit ton more about the science behind what is actually happening than anyone else had before. So for a long time, everybody was like, wow, this wine tastes amazing because there are byproducts within the wine that are just like death and decay. (laughs) That's what they like thought it was. They thought it was like the death and decay of microorganisms which is just gross to think about that. Like the people were like, great, everything's dying, but it tastes really good. So I'm going to drink it. Like, I I don't think I'd jump on that train. That's not um, what
2: you think about when you drink.
1: It's not. No, wow. um I don't know that okay. I about yeah. anything when I drink. I don't think I'm going like, Oh, this fermentation that I like up until now, now I'll think about it all the time, but um okay. So then this dude named Theodore Schwann, Schwann, swing. Um, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Showing. <laughs> <laughs> shall we um who along with a few other people whose names did not seem as important in the articles that i was reading um were like oh my god bacteria is alive blah 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 because before that everybody thought bacteria was dead like they thought it was not alive it didn't have anything they all thought it was just like death and decay and all of that so they were like we're gonna do a ton of experiments we're gonna check this out they all got microscopes and they were like cool cool bacteria is alive yeah, so that super helped, and that was awesome. But then Louis got sciencey as fuck and was like, "I'm going to test these theories. I'm going to take them, and I'm going to make sure again and again and again that I can reproduce these results and make sure that it's true." Um, and so he did that, and he is the one that proved that fermentation is actually initiated by living organisms in a series of different investigations um, and experiments, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool that he like took this like tiny little idea and was like, here you go. This is rad. Um, in 1857, he showed that lactic acid fermentation is caused by living organisms. In 1860, he demonstrated how bacteria causes souring in milk, um, which is a process formerly thought to be just a chemical change, just like a normal reaction to two different, ele- um, two different, um, like chemicals coming together. Um, his work that identifying the role of microorganisms in food spoilage led to the process of pasteurization. Um, and like I said, that was covered in episode four, um, where Michelle talks about all things Louis. Um, so and that's, that's why, why
2: you can't take um, new Glarus over state lines because it's unpasteurized. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true. Man, I haven't had a new Glarus beer
2: yeah because those wisconsin motherfuckers don't let us have it because they're like oh it's not pasteurized
1: they're just trying to keep it for themselves speaking of when is the last time you visited the mars cheese castle oh um less than a year
0: really yeah i drove past it recently but probably actually didn't go in oh gosh probably since before kids
2: listen the only thing i like more than ice cream cheese you ever (laughs) sat at the bar and had their little cheese platter no i, oh, not. I think i or... just do like the retail
1: store vibe you know yeah sure get some beers throw them in your car yeah. and come home yeah. yeah hit it up on the way it's, home from milwaukee we eat cheese curds on the way home delicious oh, yeah. it's a show um those For are the those car there are no- there's a literal <laughs> yes. castle filled with cheese in wisconsin right off the border it's pretty amazing wisconsin's a glorious place yeah absolutely i agree so much um, cheese and beer so i thought that was really interesting though that you know they were able and 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 like again i don't know why it blows my mind when like people who i mean what did they have you know like back in 1850 like they had like they didn't have anything was a phone invented then do we remember oh like, my
0: god what look it up h b come on take another episode callback and no one can remember dates ever but i feel like around that time and it's like you had the phone 76 1876 is the phone so like
1: they didn't even write letters goddamn telephone they had pigeons and fucking horses and someone looked in a microscope like that feels insane to me that those two things kind of like coincided at the same time I don't know why it just is it feels it feels like science was really on a path and then everyone else was just like no Let's go back to caves or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Cur- courier pigeons were invented in 5th century B.C.
1: 5th <laughs> century, P- five, five century B.C.?
2: Five 5th century
1: B.C. I guess not in 1860. <laughs> Probably. There was a mail person. I can't believe that when I googled when were carrier pigeons invented it, gave me an answer. I love, you- I love that you googled when were carrier pigeons. That's like such a great Google history. Okay. So, we're going to talk about lactic acid fermentation and then alcohol fermentation, a little bit about those, a little bit about some probiotics and kind of understanding the difference of that. Cause I feel like that's a real hot button topic right now. Hot, um, hot, and, hot, uh, hot. Uh, probiotics? No. Oh, I hot. I thought you said what, 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 what? No. <laughs> like, slow down. Hot, hot. H A W T. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Okay. So, I'm just guessing you up. I don't know if I can share my screen on here, which sounds worky. I don't want to
2: share screen.
1: No, that's okay. I just want to show you guys this. I'll um, text it to you because this, I think it's an interesting picture and I think it's really easy to see. So it's talking about like how um, the actual process of fermentation takes place. And so if we think about it as like, right, we talked about like sugar, is transferred into something different. Um, I think the simplest way that you could probably think about fermentation is fermentation is the process of a substance breaking down into a simpler substance. Um, and so if you look at this, it says, you know, glucose turns into pyruvic acid or what we know know as like pyruvate. Um, and then if you want to talk about lactic acid fermentation, you have this anaerobic bacteria, where you have to add in, somehow adds in um one of these bacteria. So either like this Aspergillus or Lactobacillus, which everybody knows is LAB, which is super common. Um, and that's what actually gives you this like soy sauce or gives you cheese or gives you some sort of yogurt. Um whereas if you take the same process to start, glucose to pyruvic acid, and add in yeast, which is alive you get alcoholic fermentation. And from there, based on how much um, CO2 is let off, you can get different types of alcohol or things like sourdough bread, which, right, is like an alive bread that is fermented that then once it's baking, all of the alcohol gets cooked off and you're left with co2 and that's how you get bread so i think it's kind that of why like um in san francisco they're like the best
2: sourdough bread because mm-hmm. of like the saltiness or something in the air right
1: well i think the reason san like san the, breeze. Has the best bread is because it's been it's starter that's been around and alive for like 200 300 years so it's oh, like very no. cold Damn. Yeah, it's like very, very old. What if you were the guy that killed the starter? I don't know what I would do. If <laughs> I started working at a bakery in specifically in San Francisco, and the they wanted like, fisherman's Wharf. That's like, Yes. And they were like, oh, yeah? all you have to do is add one cup of flour and one cup of water. That's and it. Pure <laughs> it. And that's all you have to do. And then I came in the next day and it was deflated. I, I think I would jump off the pier. I think I'd be like, just, like, Well, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, you're the lion's food. food now. I'm for the sea lions, like, because imagine having to like start over. Well, I imagine they must keep a little somewhere, or
0: like some dry I'm sure they probably got a stash something, right? I just imagine because like they like work. the Olympic flame, like you know that's always burning. <laughs> Fucking sourdough starters always <laughs> starting. the Olympic flame? Uh. Do we they see have the Olympics? What yeah. about the flame
2: of like that one in DC that's like the uh the, eternal oh, by the flame. Um, Or for the unknown soldier?
0: Un- unknown soldier's tomb. Is it a flame
2: by there? Yeah. They have it's a flame burning. and then yeah. By the unknown soldier that guards soldier, it. The unknown soldier? soldier? Yeah, and mm-hmm. the sol- and the guy guards it.
1: I don't think I knew that there was a flame there. Yeah. I feel like if I saw that in person, the changing of the guards at that specific tomb, I think I'd cry
2: oh yeah absolutely
1: like uncontrollably just
2: being there i don't know general. i've seen it i just can't what you guys haven't what? seen it you just moved yeah. on you you saw it and you just moved on i mean i was yeah i was like a freshman i
1: didn't give a fuck
0: oh, no. <laughs> i was like I not
1: it's <laughs> like a freshman in high school why would i care oh I, I mean as a freshman in high school i think i would have cried too nah yes it's very moving you know me i am been the same since i was six like yeah i I feel like now
2: i would be like oh like that's interesting oh like okay Uh, back then i was like i don't know seems fine
1: (laughs) seems like a tomb
2: seems like we don't know what it is right what if he was a bad guy
1: (laughs) i can't i uh... (laughs) cannot
2: that that was 14 year old being not current day me
1: <laughs> we might be cutting that except we're not we're gonna keep it in um <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I feel,
2: i'm just saying i was i was young i didn't know the opportunities that i was given to me by going to washington dc for my with my orchestra and then i was like i don't know they're look they're showing us all, all this cool shit don't care and now and now i'm like Look at all that Smithsonian Museums shit. I know. That would be fun to go I back. I the
1: phrase, the youth is wasted on the young, is so true. Because, like, <laughs> my is, God, amazing. imagine getting, like, you're getting someone to pay for you to go to, to Washington, D.C., the most expensive place in the world, and then be, like, walk around at all these beautiful monuments. And, and then just back go, today, today, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is the trip of a
2: lifetime. Like, Yeah. Oh, and then How back then I was just like, Are we gonna go to the mall? Like, yeah. or there's a sick mall,
1: yeah. And then
2: they're
0: like, There's the a mall, mall in front of like the Abraham Lincoln the
1: mall that you're thinking about,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not the good mall but actually were like they had speeches this that were like,
1: yeah.
2: You're the like, go
1: check out Hollister or whatever. Where were you? Hot Topic? What no, where I think
2: I don't know. I think that was even before that, it was a long time ago. I don't know.
1: Oh, amazing, yeah. I worked at um, American Eagle and in one day back in 2000 and let's call it four, um, I made the most sales of any first day salesperson ever because I just stood at the front being like, hi, can I show you this cute sweater? And like brought everybody back now is
2: the like sales tactic that nordstrom
1: and like all those places just use but i just was like friendly i didn't know that i was working on commission i didn't they didn't teach that to me i just was like oh you did it at at american eagle yeah Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. I mean, back in 2004, you know, when they could, like, put 16-year-olds to, like, crazy work and be like, you're staying until 1 a.m. doing this fucking change to the store. And then my fingers were bleeding from taking out all of the little sensors so that people didn't steal, like, a $4, you know, spaghetti strap top. Anyway. Oh, my um, God. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Spaghetti anyway, scraps.
1: The moral of right. the story is
2: we should go to Washington, DC. That's fair. That all bullshit. Bullshit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So a little bit about each type of fermentation. So lactic acid fermentation. And if this gets too boring, someone stop me because I was reading last night and I was like, damn, this is tough, but here we go. Um so to be super technical. Lactic acid fermentation is the conversion of pyruvate or pyruvic acid to lactic acid. Um, This occurs directly via the enzymatic action of lactate dehydrogenase, which is also known as LDH, which is something we look at at work. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This reaction, there's a lot of things that happen, but the main takeaway of this is the lactobacillus, um, bacteria. So lactic acid bacteria, which LAB for short, um, this this bacteria gets added and this is what causes like the end of the fermentation cycle that turns it into foods um, that we love. So LAB is like a big trigger word right now because um, you think about probiotics. Everybody that is taking a probiotic or talking about a probiotic is talking about this lactic acid bacteria and how it's so good for your stomach and it's so good for like IBS and all of these things. Um, And so recently this bacteria has been shown to be um, a really like ubiquitous part of a healthy like gut health, like gut microflora and all of the things that you think about when you think about a healthy gut, um, which contributes to why it's so popular and to its notoriety. Um, so think about like yogurt, kimchi, sauerkraut, um, also lactic acid, like some types of beer habit, but it doesn't mean that it's like good for you. And so we'll get into that, um, a little bit. So that was like a super dumbed down uh, not dumbed down, but like shortened version of lactic acid fermentation. Then the fun one, ethanol fermentation or alcoholic fermentation. Um, so when talking about this, yeast is an incredibly important part as they are very effective in producing ethanol. Um, that is the ethanol is what allows humans humans like us right now to catch a buzz when you're having an alcoholic beverage. Um ethanol fermentation or alcohol fermentation is essential for bread making. So while the majority of ethanol is cooked off and out of bread, the release of the carbon dioxide during the ethanol fermentation process is what makes um, loaves big and fluffy. So like the sourdough loaves that you always see from a culinary standpoint, this creates an opportunity to create tons of different types of food products and flavor profiles. Um, So many of us have enjoyed the This is the copy and paste. The fruits of microorganism labor. Um, Oh, that's a good one. That's a super copy. (laughs) And it is estimated that as much as one third (laughs) of all the food consumed by humans on planet Earth is fermented. Um, So a third of the food that you eat is fermented in some type of way. So it's actually like way more than I thought. So me too, when I actually read that, I was like, that feels crazy. But then when you think about it, you think about like pickles, olives, bread, um, beer, wine, chocolate, coffee, vinegar, soy sauce, like things, yeah, things that are like every day have some sort of process of fermentation at some point during their cycle. Again, it might not be induced by humans, right? Like it might not be us putting them through a fermentation process. It might just be their natural cellular fermentation. Um, But everything, there's so much that you enjoy every day that you don't know has a type of fermentation cycle um, that I thought was really interesting. So I just think it's really cool that you can kind of like look at these things and understand that and, and think a little bit deeper about why you're eating it and maybe what it's doing for you. Um, Sometimes kitchen fermenters utilize what's called a wild fermentation process um, where they harness a natural collection of microorganisms present on foods to create a specific culinary result. Um, I couldn't find any specific examples of that, but it would be kind of like it would kind of like when they made sour cream, right? Like they were like, we're going to specifically do this so that we create this type of taste of sour cream or whatever. And like, we're going to make it into this food that people are going to enjoy. Um, so that's kind of, those are the two kind of like fermentation processes, um, the lactic acid fermentation, ethanol fermentation. Um, and now we're going to talk a little bit more about probiotics, because I feel like that's, again, like a hot button topic right now. I feel like everybody talks about taking probiotics and making sure that your gut's healthy and all of that. So I feel like I've seen a few people say, um, if I just eat a ton of kimchi, I will like cure my IBS. And it's like, no, no, <laughs> hold on. May-may. don't do that. That's what I do though. Oh, it's I'm helpful. It's helpful. <laughs> I'm not saying don't eat that, um, but in the same vein that you can't say, like, if I take a probiotic, all of my health problems are going to go away, right? Like, the the two are not mutually exclusive. Um, but understanding why fermented foods and probiotics are helpful is a good thing. So are they the same? Technically, no, but also kind of a little bit sometimes, yes. Um, so again, going back to the lactic acid bacillus, the lactic acid bacteria, probiotics, um, those are the big thing that's found in probiotics. Um, So again, you can find those things in like yogurt, cheese, et cetera. Um, But probiotics and fermented foods are more helpful if you like eat them together and use them together. So from the Food and, Food and Agricultural Organization of the United Nations and World Health Organization, they define probiotics as live microorganisms which, when administered in adequate amounts, confer a health benefit on the host. In plain language, probiotics are just good bugs, right? They're good microbi- um, microbes, good bugs that improve certain aspects of our health each one is unique and has a very specific intended purpose with specific types or strains helping to manage certain specific conditions. Um I will post these um again it's from the cdhf.canada it's like a it's like a Crohn's pla- like website I think talking about fermented foods versus um, probiotics and so kind of just like looking at it and thinking some infor- important facts about it are like not I think one thing that I want to for people, I guess, to take away from this is that not everybody needs to take a probiotic, um, and not everybody needs to eat a shit ton of kimchi to be like healthy and happy. Um, but managing symptoms can, probiotics can help that. Um, and also, Eating fermented foods is a really good thing to help reduce heart disease, to help reduce type 2 diabetes, to help reduce colon cancer um, development. So eating fermented foods actually is very helpful, but it doesn't mean that it's like the only thing you should eat. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't and or should take probiotics. Basically talk to your doctor, see if it's helpful for you. Um, But I do think that there's a lot of like conversation around it right now. And then also fermented foods such as beer, wine, sourdough bread, chocolate, and tempeh, while delicious are not with live microbes that you can be like, cool, I'm just going to have like seven bottles of wine a day and eat bread and eat like cheese and my gut health is going to be cured. No, you're going to have a fucking nightmare. You're going to be shitting your brains out. You should eat things like yogurt, sauerkraut, kimchi, kefir, 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 whatever you want to call it. Um, and just kind of be careful with what you're doing. So again, regardless, think of a Go lot ahead. of
2: people take like the random supplements because they say like, oh, it mm-hmm. has like uh probiotic in it. But like... There's only like X amount yes. where you need like 40,000 times more than that. So they like Correct. spend all this money on this like wild, like uh probiotic supplements that are absolutely worthless or like a lot of like actual probiotics need to like be maintained in the refrigerator. So if they're yes. sold on like the shelf, they're probably not active to absolutely. actually help you. 100%. So And I just feel like a lot of people are like, oh, this is great and healthy, but like, don't.
1: And it is. And it's not saying you shouldn't do it. And it's not saying it might help you. Like maybe, again, talk to your doctor and be like, is this a reasonable thing for me to take? And like, everybody's different though, right? Like I don't have IBS. Someone who has IBS might need to eat something differently than me. Or take something differently. Than me. It's more about like making sure you're not just doing something because you know Instagram told you it was cool to take a probiotic. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that was hot. Like,
0: say, does he tell us to take it? Because uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't talk to him about it, but uh, we, can, hey. we can ask him next time. Next him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi. What do you think about Megan and Tracy taking probiotics?
1: Very specifically, the most the two like different people on the
0: face of the planet and yeah. our guts.
1: <laughs> but we
0: need one answer.
1: Yeah. Go. <laughs>
2: I'm just going to keep eating kimchi all the time.
0: That's
1: fair. Yeah. Yeah. Kimchi's good. I'm not a big kombucha girl, but, you know, it's Ooh, like... I love it. I know you do. But <laughs> honestly, like, yogurt and kefir, if you like, or kefir, whatever, if you love it, it's good for you. That's, that's probably the best thing that you can do for yourself is, like, a yogurt in the morning, you know, really get that gut warmed up. Um. So, again... <laughs> Is that a phrase that you say, anyone? Oh, no. I'm going to say not it. disgusting. I'm going to get my gut warmed up every morning with a nice warm yogurt. Um, oh, gross. How about a <laughs> cup of black coffee? He'll be shitting in no time. True. Gut um, warm. Regardless of strategy, it's important to remember that microorganisms in nature do not exist in a monoculture, meaning that in any given ecological setting, there are a variety of different microorganisms living and working together in response to their environmental conditions. So just do what's right for you. Know that everybody's different. um, And know that while you can enjoy um, fermented foods, understanding the history of them makes them even more enjoyable. And that's it. That's a little bit about fermentation. Thanks, Louis. Hey nice. Yeah, thanks, Louie. Yeah, He's good. He yeah. left
2: me. He I mean, he didn't want to stay for the pod.
1: I could have gone on for I mean, seven hours about like even more, but I was like, tank, like as I was typing like, more thing, than
0: orcas. Are you kidding me?
1: Oh, I mean, truly there was so much information about fermentation and like then getting into like the specifics and like the NAD enzyme plus that goes through a cycle of glycolysis <laughs> that re- goes back through the glycophosphate. And I was like, I can't do this. I Thank really you. passed chemistry I- one time. And that was it. I was never I gonna pass I it asked. again.
2: <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, mm. um, like brewed your own, like, come, like, fermented your own kombucha at home?
1: No, we made our own beer a couple of times, though. Oh, that's
2: cool. Yeah, I I've done really like, cool. the kombucha, and it's like. Kind of stressful, though, because I don't have, like, a good place in my house because you don't want it to be, like, in the kitchen or near food where, like, different spores can, like, get in there. And I always get, like, extra weirded out. I'll see, like, one dot and be like, is that fucking mold? Oh, my God. And then, like, panic and then just, like, throw the whole thing out. So Uh, I think I've. Throw out your SCOBY? Yeah, man. Mm. Well, I got a SCOBY hotel over here somewhere. So I can.
0: (laughs) What? That's like one. That's one kombucha. (laughs) Word, I know. That's it. That's all I got. What is is SCOBY? Uh,
2: The SCOBY is the base. Um, So basically like the bacteria or whatever. The starter. The starter. So it's like basically it it looks like a little white disc and you mix together um, like your base and then you put the little white disc in there and that's like the live material that's going to break it down. Mm. And then you cover it with like a cheesecloth or something Mm. and then you put it like in a corner in a dark corner for like 30 days or something and then yeah and then you have like these little strips and you dip the strips in there and you test the ph level and then once it's like a certain acidity i think it's like is it like two or three i don't know like once it's more acidic then you know that um it'll be like uh Ready, and then you can bottle it and add like if you wanted to add extra sugar or flavoring or fruit or whatever. Oh.
1: That's awesome. You yeah, should bring them in. I'll try any of your stuff that you make. No, you will not unless there's ginger in it. I
2: put ginger in like almost every single one. Oh of them. no, then I won't. Day. No, then, yeah. Well
1: yeah. oh, I was fine that one day. I mean, I did get a little nauseated, but I, I was mean, okay. you weren't fine. <laughs> <You laughs> did turn a little die.
2: green, <laughs> and then.
1: <laughs> All right, <I> well, <laughs> Maggie
0: okay i'm up and this i'm I'm gonna kind of um link it to yours okay because guys was that uh, boring or was that okay no that was good okay no that was good
2: i'm I'm clearly like i'm a big fan of fermentation so i love it
0: all right clearly (laughs) hi guys i'm like kind of nervous to tell this story because like i'm so excited about it that i don't want to fuck it up oh you'll be fine let's go is that weird No. No, it's oh, not I'm do this the whole
1: <laughs> fucking was, time.
0: Are you a No, No. No. I think I practice a little bit in the car. <laughs> you practice in the car? Well, just like trying to say this the name of this, which I'm going to tell you about. So I feel like it kind of links to fermentation because fermentation is about beer and my story is about a a German. <laughs> and, uh, they love beer. So, yes, love beer. <laughs> so my story tonight is about Frau Perkta, the German Christmas witch. You said I love the name it.
2: Really well. I'm I don't know how it's actually supposed to be, but the way you said it was perfect. Yeah. It's, I loved it.
0: You no, know, I listened to a lot of things and I sort of just took what I heard and chose the one that I liked the best. There you so, go. Fair. Um my sources are a GermanGirlinamerica.com. Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. <I'm> <laughs> uh <laughs> um I listened to The Cryptid Keeper Pod, the Parcast Mythical Monsters Pod and ah. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod. Um which was hilarious. So I've mm-hmm. I've gathered a couple of different sources here. Mm-hmm. You said the pod mythical cre- creatures, is that right? Or did you say? Yeah podcast yeah. mythical creatures or is myth- that a good myth- mythical monsters? Mi- yeah, is that a good one? I've heard of that before. Is that a good podcast? It's good. Yeah, yeah, they did, did a good top. job. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, deep in the Alpine region of Germany. The Christmas season is bookended by two frightening beings, one of which is Krampus, who mm-hmm. so I'm not talking about, but in case you don't know, Krampus, um, in Central European popular legend of a half goat, half demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time. Jesus. He, he I had him devilish, all the
2: time because I was such a bad kid.
0: I bet he's the devilish <laughs> companion of St. Nicholas. Um, he's believed to have originated in Germany and his name derives from the German word Krampen, which means claw. Huh. Um, so Krampus was thought to have been part of pagan rituals for the winter solstice. And according to legend, he's the son of hell, which is the Norse God of the underworld. Jesus. Um, so with the spread I've of Christianity, kids, though, Merry well, fucking that, Christmas, little kids. Jeez. Dude, it gets just, wait, this fucking shit is crazy. Um, so, anyways, so I guess December 5th, which is tomorrow, oh, is St. Nicholas Day. So, if you're good, St. Nicholas, of course, would fill your shoes with coins and chocolates and whatever. Um, but if you're bad, Krampus will beat you with branches and sticks, and in some cases, he said Calm to eat down, them Krampus. or take them to hell. So, hold on,
2: if you're good your shoe gets filled with pennies uh-huh. and chocolate and
1: chocolate yes. if and you're chocolate. bad you get beaten by a devil goat clawed man with Correct. sticks what are you not understanding yeah here?
0: and you might the, get eaten or taken the, to
1: different you might get taken to hell you mm-hmm. might take it to hell the difference in the two is astounding it's astounding. You're either an honor roll
2: student or capital punishment. But what also,
1: also, it? it's just like pennies. You think you'd be like, oh, you're going to heaven. You're meeting like you're getting gold. You know, like doubloons. Listen, these German kids miss Germany. Hey, no. they need boundaries. <laughs> do they? <laughs> I don't know that
2: that's the right thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> These poor little German
0: children. Yes.
2: Yeah, was, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to all the German children out there. I'm so, so, so sorry that I judged all
0: children. <laughs> Okay. So um, the other being that I already mentioned that I'm going to speak to you tonight is Frau Perchta. And it's spelled P-E-R-C-H-T-A. Okay. So is she an evil hag who kills lazy women and children? Or is she a beautiful lady who dresses in white and protects women and children?
1: Uh, I'm going to guess the first one. Michelle? Oh, same.
0: Yeah. She's both. <gasps> She's oh. both? She's both. That's oh. an M. Night Shyamalan plot twist. It is. How about it? Okay. So there are two different sort of like ideas of what Frau Perkta is. And it starts with an ancient Germanic pagan tradition with the goddess name actually Berkta with a B which means the bright or shining one. So this goddess Berkda was said to protect women and children. This is the origin of Berkda, which has morphed over the years, but it, it originated, like I said, with these two different ideas of who slash what she was. Okay. So first, um, she was known as the white lady or the lady in white and was associated with beautiful birch trees and watched over the forest and all the wildlife that was in it. Berkey's nodding her head. I knew you would love this this version of birch. Also,
1: birch trees. Love my my favorite. Absolutely. My favorite
0: tree. She was was this beautiful, gorgeous woman with long white hair and she was tall and like dressed in white and was like lovely, lovely.
2: Sorry, can you spell this one more time?
0: Berkta is what we're talking about now, but Herkta with a P, P E R C H T A. It's Hrau Perkta. She's the um, scary one. But this is just sort of her origin story, like wh- how she came to be. Um, so the first idea, like I said, she loves like the, the forest and the wildlife. She was known as the spirit guy who led the dead into afterlife. And it was her duty to uh, care for the Heimkin, which were the children who pass away during infancy. So it's just quite lovely that oh, she like, that takes care lovely. of these little babies and protects them and, and keeps them with her. And she's quite lovely, actually. Like I really like the idea of that version. But then... So the other idea of Berkta. It really was looks like that she lets herself go. <laughs> truly. So she was a, a quote, old crone or spinstubenfrau. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> she, <laughs> with a splayed or goose foot. And this weird foot was thought to be either from years of working on the spinning wheel or yeah. that she was a shapeshifter who cared for animals in the forest. Yeah. So, Sort of some similarities bringing it back to nature. Um, So, as women became a larger part of the economy with their spinning and weaving, Berkta was said to check up on women to make sure that they had spin- finished their spinning for the year. I guess they had some sort of quota of flax they had to weave and make into cloth. I'm not sure who said how much it had to be or actually what, how it was measured, but there's a, a thing. In, Right. Yes. yes to, yes, to yes. check up on it, though. Okay. <laughs> I um, like her for did that. Not, Yeah. So she did not tolerate laziness or incomplete work. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> so all of the weaving for the year had to be completed by January sixth or the Epiphany. And in case you don't know, I don't. I didn't know, so I looked it up. The Epiphany is a Christian feast um, that commemorates the visit of the Magi or the baptism of Jesus. Oh, okay. So it was on this day that women would cook a special porridge, later called Perkton Milch, or gruel and fish that they had to serve to their families, which sounds absolutely disgusting.
1: Can you repeat what what and fish? Gruel? A gruel. Which, what
0: is gruel? Uh, I don't know. Is that oatmeal, maybe? Like a very oh. thin porridge? porridgey gruel, gray soup? Like
2: what they fed uh peasants
1: yeah see when i when i hear gruel i just think of the movie mean girls when she says try to say great oh, and cool gruel. at the same time and says great gruel. And
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> i not not exactly like not even okay at all. different i think it's got like a it disgusting right. it's like porridge can i have okay. some more and you're like yeah no, timmy yeah no timmy eat your fucking gruel <laughs> yeah that's it's it your okay fair, fair. okay <laughs> so notice. So, these ladies, after they finished all their spinning and all their shit, they had to make this and how much? Ass how long to, do these
2: women have to spin? That's all I'm saying.
0: Until their fingers yeah. bleed. It's <laughs> a lot. <sighs> way too much. So, they feed this to their family, and they also have to leave a portion outside for Berkta and her followers, which were later she's called a the Perkta. Hungry bear. She's almost like you. She's almost as hungry as you, but she has like really bad taste in food. Mm -hmm. Ain't no Korean barbecue for her. No, no, no. (laughs) Nay, nay. (laughs) Nay, nay. Um, The Catholic Church held great power over Germany in the sixth century which I think is. Hold aging.
1: on. Wait, I'm so sorry. I just remembered the video that you sent us where you were eating that meat and you said, yeah. I'm a hungry bear. I showed that to Phil and, we, and he was like, did she say she's a hungry bear? Yes, she did.
2: Yes. She it was so quiet.
1: quiet. <laughs> it was a wild video. I might post what? that to our social. <laughs> No, I'm going
0: do to do it. It. I'm do it.
2: I couldn't like out loud at the restaurant be like, "I'm a hungry bear," so I
0: didn't, like whisper. It. it was a soft whisper. It was made it even more strange. <laughs> I'm a hungry
1: bear. You were putting, really putting meat on a weird, fucking like oven a or grill. Stove. Is that what it is? I've never yes. been there. You love that place. Okay. Oh my anyways, god. Sorry. Going. It we're just going. came to my head. Thanks. <clears throat>
0: All right, this is where we come to that word that I wasn't sure what it was, but I think I'm going to use it properly. So uh, the Catholic Church held great power over Germany in the 6th century and insisted that all pagan practices be denounced, yes. uh, which included the belief of Berkta. The church wanted women to pray to the Virgin Mary, not Berkta, Uh, but women were not so fast to give up their goddess.
1: No, for sure. Yeah,
0: no, They were like, like um, we got this like,
2: sick lady and you want us to play... To a
1: virgin, yeah. yeah. And also, you mean like I just so I'm clear in my head, you they wanted them to give up berkta not correct and Correct, we're still on berkta
0: we haven't moved to Perkta just and yet. And birkta's like
1: the best. She protects little babies and she's like kind and lovely and like welcomes like I mean if you
0: follow her rules, right? You've got to do the things, gotta do okay. the
2: things,
1: you gotta get your sewing done.
0: Yeah, you got to get your things, but we'll get there. Oh my so, God, is she a patriarchal bitch, actually?
1: Do I hate her now all of a sudden? No, she's just uh, I mean, a capitalist. I like her, but... she's, oh, just she's a, a capitalist. capitalist. Okay, all right, that's fine. All right, <laughs> both things that me and Bergie hate deeply with a passion.
0: Okay, let's she fast like, forward to the 12th century. She's a
2: feminist, but wants to be a billionaire.
0: Okay, so she's like Bill Gates' wife. <laughs>
2: something. Yeah, but better. <laughs> Maybe because... she's just
0: Bill Gates as a lady. Bill Gates as a lady.
2: Bill Gates sucks. Don't
1: talk to- I know okay. nice about him.
0: All right. Okay. Fuck you. I'm reading the story. Okay. <laughs> no, we,
1: no. we get, This is called deep derailments <laughs> for a reason, pal. Shit. We get to get derailed.
0: Okay. <laughs> right. Fine. Go so ahead. the church decided to switch to scare tactics to get women to announce their beloved birth. Yeah. So like 600 years, they're like, oh, uh, uh, like Virgin Mary. And now they're like, oh, we're going to scare you motherfuckers. Jesus. So it is then in the 12th century that her name was changed to Perkta. And she was described by the church as the leader of the monsters.
2: Oh, God.
0: The once beautiful white woman was not described, I'm sorry, was now described as the ugly crone with an iron face and a beaked nose who carried a knife in her skirts to slit the bellies of anyone who crossed her.
2: I mean, still it's, sounds sick. I'm still picking her over the virgin.
0: Yeah. This so, girl,
2: This girl fucks.
0: Truly.
1: This girl fucks.
0: <laughs> Fuck. So, but now despite this like crazy tale that the church has like changed Berkta to Perkta and now she's going to have a knife in her skirts, people kept worshiping her still. They're like, nah, nah, not going to change our minds just yet. Uh, because women looked up to her because sure. she was considered a goddess of abundance. She cared for children and for domestic issues and they wanted to believe in her and the goodness that um, she could bring to their lives if they obeyed they are like, okay, like things are going to be good. I can't imagine how difficult life probably was. Like you were saying in yours, Trace, in the 12th century, like things are tough. So probably just this one idea for women that is a woman God was probably like, yeah, I'm going to hang on to it still. I don't care. Probably. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I would imagine that that was something that you wouldn't you literally would not be able to like let go of when everything else is trash. And like, you are not participated. Like you don't get to participate in life as like a member of society. And then you have this one goddess that's like, you know, yeah, get your fucking work done, bitch. But all the rest is good. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll help you I out. Just, I
0: will bring you abundance in the next year. i like, protect your kids hard. and you. and
1: she's Yeah. Original work hard, party harder. Yeah. Work hard, play hard. Yeah. Really. I like her.
0: That's what I'm calling her. Okay. In 1498, the church started to forbid people from leaving offerings during the Christmas season to Perkta. Because remember, she's looking for that gruel, right? Mm -hmm. So it was around this time that the stories about Frau Perkta got wild. Stories emerged calling Frau Perkta a Christmas hag who would capture and eat children or Ooh. stuff them into a sack and carry them away. Oh my much god. Like our guy Krampus, She's right? Like so the they're kind of just like anti-clause. stealing that idea. Yeah. Even worse legends arose stating that if your home was not clean enough, if you yeah. hadn't finished your spinning or if you worked or ate red meat on the epiphany, Frau Perkta would kill you by slitting your stomach open and <gasps> stuffing it with straw. And now steam.
2: this just sounds like my own mother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and by 1715. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. Explain
1: yeah. to me, Berkey, how yeah. that sounds like your own mother. You are Deep dive into that and call your therapist urgently. You,
2: you never heard my Maribeth when she wanted my room clean, man.
0: Oh, my God. She was going to disembowel you and stuff you with trash. I mean, I didn't listen for a long time. So
2: <laughs> by the time it got to that, it had been weeks. So, yeah. Uh, so fair. Fair. Okay. <laughs> like, right. I'm going to
0: take this garbage off your floor and fucking split you open and stuff it inside, it, it inside of your <laughs> damn like, bollocks. Like,
2: <laughs> and I was like, do it. Do it.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So eventually, by 1750, the church had successfully transformed our lovely Berkta to Frau Berkta, the belly slitter.
2: Oh So God. they
0: were successful in that. Uh, legend has it that Frau Perkta, the belly slitter, appeared on the 12th night of Christmas with her spirit followers, the Perkton, which were said to be demons and monsters and just sort of these crazy otherworldly beings that followed along with her on her outings to the homes to check up on them. Um, as we know, if you had a dirty home or you didn't complete your spinning for the year, she would slice open your belly and stuff it full of straw and stones. Mm. On top of that, she would stomp your unfinished spinning with her deformed ass goose foot and then light it on fire. Just cause she's awful. I mean, this version, this version is like rough. Like maybe just leave the spinning alone when she's pissed.
2: I'm trying my best. Yeah, yeah, dude.
0: So, additionally, if children were found to be liars, Frau Perkta would um, either, uh, sorry, scratch out their eyes or maybe their tongue with broken shards of glass.
1: <laughs> I mean, must we go this crazy? Wait, I don't wait, wait know. what year is this? What year is this?
0: This is like seventeen fifty-ish.
1: All right. So we're now still in the time churches, where yeah. like people just shit in their hands and throw it in the street. So like the world's on fire a little bit. So that's fine. Okay. I mean, I get it. I get why they're going crazy.
0: Like, but come on, FP. Don't bring the kids into this. Just like let them be. Let them have well, she didn't Do it. It's the fucking church that did it. She's just that's like this is
2: the Catholic church.
1: Yeah. To be <laughs> clear, Frau fucking Berkda was like, I love kids and I like a nice spinner. That's what yeah. I want. Nothing Great. else. And then mm-hmm. the Catholic Church- We got to keep a high GDP two-party heart. That's all she wanted. <laughs> she just wanted women to feel positive about their productivity in the world. And then the Catholic Church came in and was like, she will not only disembowel you, but she will take glass and fucking cut your tongue out if you are not perfect. And if that is not
0: a you picture the kids.
1: of the Catholic Church, I don't know what it is in my personal opinion, as a Lutheran who is no longer a Lutheran. I was like, (laughs) like, careful with that. uh,
2: You guys, you know about schism and everything, right? Never mind. That's a whole other thing. Don't worry about it. All right,
0: moving on. Uh, Moving on. So, so fear of Frau Perkta started new rituals to frighten away the ghostly followers called the Perkten. So people, I think specifically, this might be more of like an Austrian deal, which is basically germany germany very close borders touch uh people would dress up in masks and costumes uh, to trick the perked in into thinking that there were already perked in there and they would go away like uh like there's already perked in here you guys should leave and sort of that sort of became a ritual and a ceremony on the yeah. 12th month of christmas
1: cool I mean, and it's kind of cool. Like, it's interesting yeah, to hear that. It's like it's a that's fun cool. idea.
0: And like, yeah. I think, uh, I'll have to find a picture of it, but the masks sort of had both ideas of Berkta on it. Like, the one, the front side would maybe be, like, the white woman, the beautiful one. And then on the back would depict this sort of hag of Christmas with the metal beak and, like, the crazy one. So it was sort of, like, a two-headed deal. I mean, the, the pictures are are terrifying.
1: Like, I mean, truly terrifying i would not encourage people to google this if you do no, not do it see, i mean something terrifying
0: because like
1: yeah like the beak and everything it's wild it's really yeah. pretty pretty
0: crazy in the 19th I century the brothers really uh the brothers grim get on the the frau perk to action oh, oh my guys really? my guys yeah yeah uh they wrote both about the Krampusnacht, which is the Krampus night, which is December fifth, and then the Raunacht, uh, which refers to the twelve days of Christmas, uh, when Frau Perkta was said to be active. So they put their little spin on it. It's it's a little bit different. So I didn't want to include like the exact description that they use, but do know that they you know sort of you know stuck their nose into it, and of course wanted to have it as part of their fairy tales um but so that's pretty much it but I did want to finish with a quote from german girl in america.com um <clears throat> which the name of the article that I got a lot of this information from is called what is frau perkta goddess or belly slitter by just simply karen ann oh, good so good
1: job, karen ann
0: yeah so let's let me just read this to you um <clears throat> the old gods continue to exist only as long as people remember and worship them. The old image of Berkta, guardian of women and infants, may have faded away, but she's not gone. Today we still carry out some of the rituals, maybe without even understanding why. My house is cleaned for Christmas and work between Christmas and the epiphany slows way down. Not because of Berkta, but because of my mother. And she did it because of her mother. Maybe somewhere in our history an ancestor mother did it because as she feared and respected Frau Perkta.
1: Mm, that's interesting. I like that. That's like a nice little, like, yeah. I I like I do like a like a lore type of thing. Like, why do you do something or what happens? Like, even if it is like throwing salt over your shoulder, right or like don't step on a crack, break your mother's back type of sure. thing. like I think that 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 part of it is fun and interesting. I feel like it's I feel like I have now that I have a child, I have such a problem when people are like, let's scare kind of like what we were talking about at work today. like let's shame or scare these children. Into something like with this creature of like devil. I, I It's so hard for me as a mom. Even this dumb fucking elf on the shelf. Right? Like the whole theory is that like this fucking. Never mind. We're going <laughs> to cut this hard. Everyone just looked at me.
0: Uh-huh. Elf on
1: the shelf is super <laughs> real.
0: Literally had a whole conversation with you. <laughs> we sure I was like. It.
1: Oh know, looked at me and i was like it all came running back to my head and was like mm, be quiet um yeah. oh my god well you're wearing headphones right yes yes okay yeah my- fine. okay that's okay Some of my children are awake but anyways oh, okay. i know <clears throat> they are awake or they're not
0: awake oh lucy's crying oh no we'll cut this she's supposed to be in bed or the elf won't come maybe that's why she's crying Oh No.
1: <laughs> and now I just cre- So, but, okay. But wait, you <laughs> have headphones in. They can't hear me, right? No, she can't. So, okay. That is the whole thing, though, is that, like, if you're not a perfect child, then the elf won't come. And it's like, no, just fucking put the elf up. It's okay. Your daughter's beautiful.
0: No, It'll I'm- be fine. She fucking stays up way too late. I'm trying to make this work for me, okay? Don't <laughs> okay, judge that's me. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. Well, hey, that was really interesting. I really enjoyed that.
0: Thank you. I was I so nervous because I like was so fascinated by it, and I wanted to do it. I've never heard of that perfectly. before. I've never, I've never heard of her. No, I've I never- feel like I think, I guess there was like a super terrible movie about her that would like came out in 2017 that no one should probably ever watch. It, but Krampus gets all the glory, and like, what the fuck? Frau yeah. Perkta feels just as bad. <laughs> yeah, just as scary and just as like demonic. So. Yeah. Like, and specifically targeting women and children feels extra scary. Yeah.
1: Well, as we learned before, 70% of you know women are uh murder victims. So, you know, that's right. Right on track. Um, well, great job. That was interesting. Thanks, Thank yo. Thanks for teaching us about that. Berkey. What's up? You up, bro? Oh,
2: for what? What am I supposed to be doing here?
1: Oh my god, grow up.
2: Uh, <laughs> I got a fucking really good would rather.
0: Okay. I you ready wait. to do it?
2: yeah let's go all right would you rather spend one 24 hours in within the movie but it is reality of 28 days later 28 weeks later wait zombie movie
0: 28 days later right
2: Day, weeks days fuck i think weeks is whatever you know what i'm talking about i think it's 28 days
1: later I think yeah Mm -hmm.
2: whatever you know what i mean
1: Okay, so would you rather spend 24 hours
2: in the reality of 28 days later, okay, or 24 hours in the reality of the Krampus run, but the real Krampuses?
0: Um, so, I'm not a child, so Krampus, because I think I'd be fine.
1: Does Krampus only kill children? Yeah. Yeah, but that's going to be
2: fucking scary. Like I have to be
1: care of my kids. Do my kids have to be with me? Yeah. Oh, oh, this, oh is,
0: this is a reality with your whole family with my child? Your whole family
1: oh. oh god. Um okay, that
0: back. I thought it was just me. I was like going to just be chill. <laughs> but well, I was going to let you so. and then
2: you found the lo- the fucking loop. So I took it away. <laughs>
0: Fuck. That sucks. Uh Mm. I, feel Do I have like weapons. Do I have anything? Do I have a car? That's- Do I have gasoline? Do I have food? That was exactly my question. What? What is my? Well, what does it look the like?
2: reality of you guys have all seen Twenty Eight Days Later. Like, oh, I've not
1: seen it, but I know the I know the story. The general premise. So,
2: I mean, like, you can is find it like a Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah.
0: Same vibe. Okay, same vibe. So I can find a weapon. I can find a car with the keys in the Probably a
2: car with the cans of fish, but you're yeah. probably
0: not getting extra gas and so it's like you gotta
1: also be also only
2: 24 hours so
1: alright that one so like theoretically I could dig myself a hole in the ground and like just hide I think the zombies in which smell you.
2: reality though the zombie one or the Krampus one
1: can zombies smell you yeah man
2: I think so. they kind of always
1: action plan They always yeah. kind of show up when you are I somewhere. thought they' like I thought they're like um I think Tyrannosaurus they... Rex, right? We're like if you're not moving, they don't see you. No nah, nah, nah. I don't know listen guys know. me
0: and Jen Gallagher have had a ZAP, <gasps> a zombie action plan fucking in place oh, for years okay. I, no. action plan.
2: yeah, let's hear it.
0: I can't share it with you. I'd have to. No. uh, uh-uh. Actually, no, I, I'm, I'm like, like, I actually don't remember what our plan then, would be. It involved like hiding in the cath lab and like using stools as weapons and shit. It was real weird and dumb. But like, I don't think it's dumb. I think it's real smart. And I'm really <laughs> down for it. And I think also All right. you could throw a bunch of blood at
1: zombies and maybe they would be like <gasps> satiated for a little zombies? bit. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Zombies
2: may have impaired brain function in many ways, but they have a razor sharp sense of smell.
1: Oh smell. Okay,
2: so there's some, there's some nipping. you there's I feel like it.
0: maybe if you put on lead and get in the cath lab and like seal it all up, you might be okay. Mm, Is okay. that an option with my child? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, but,
2: like.
1: But then if they get in there, that's you it. Got, that's it. You're done. You like that. Yeah. I don't know.
2: What if you
0: hid in a blanket warmer? Wouldn't you die? <laughs> yeah, I think that's too I mean, small. It to on. A small, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking, thinking of like open the door. <laughs> I think you could
1: lock it up.
0: What? That? No,
1: side of a blanket warmer. <laughs> it's like 160 degrees.
2: A blanket had... warmer. You can't put it in there. It's the size of a microwave. And where did it go? Well, no, it's not. It's
0: large. Bl- a large blanket. Listen, warm? I'm just calling back to my days when we were creating this zap. Okay.
2: I feel like I'm gonna. But I am going i do not say... think you guys were gonna live. I feel, no. <laughs>
1: like, I feel like, okay, wait, can we talk a little bit about Krampus, though? And like yeah, specifically, specifically, does he target children that are bad? Yeah, the misbehaving little bastards. Then I'm fine. I'm going Krampus. Daphne's perfect.
2: All right. Oh, well, we'll smart. put it to the test, huh?
1: Yeah. She's fine. She's going to be totally fine.
2: All yeah. right. We're gonna I'm going to be in
0: trouble. My kids are naughty. <laughs> Daphne too. So I guess I got to go zombies. <laughs>
2: I feel like the kids are faster than zombies, though, so it'll be fine.
1: Yeah, they can, like...
2: Like, like they'll outrun them.
1: Duck and move. and Yeah.
2: I lost Henry at the zoo twice. Like, he's gonna get (laughs) away from the zombies. (laughs) That's true.
1: (laughs) All right, fair. All right, cool. Any more? Mm,
2: Yeah, I got one more. All right. You want one
0: more? Yeah, I want one more. Let's do it. One more, and then we'll sign off on this bitch.
2: All right. Would you rather be with people 75% of the time? Always. Or alone, seventy five percent of the time, always. I feel like you guys are taking too long to answer these.
1: I mean, I'm gonna kind I'm gonna of go alone. <laughs> That's you know, tough. I I think I'm calling back to our last one where I just don't do good alone for too long. I think so much and i can't stop that What's like
0: 75 of the day six hours it's a solid what? real nice do you know how to do math oh 25 of the day 25 percent of the day is six hours so Listen, you can guys, only I'm be with people this six, pod
2: so you can only be with people six hours
1: out of the day yeah that feels reasonable but like your family even
2: i mean are you with your family more than six hours or, a day
1: or what if you're like with us for six hours a day at work and then you don't get to see your family for the, rest of the day you have to be alone. Right. Oh. That sucks. And it's not that like I'm going to be with this certain amount of people for the
0: 25% and this certain people. It is only people. Right. Well, then I feel like we're already with people 100% of the day. Except for like yeah. my drive to and from work. Yeah. I'm choosing 75% with people. Oh, God. Gross. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, Michelle, you're with me, How theoretically, <laughs> from, like, 7 a.m.
2: Yes. 5 p.m. Yes. And then
1: with Rich from 5 until you are unconscious at 9. Also still with him. And then still theoretically with him, but, like, you're in your dreams, so we'll count that as alone. You, you've you done it. You're already I, it.
2: I would prefer to be by myself for 75% of the time.
1: You would prefer that like if you you like worked in a closed office space and didn't have to talk to anybody? Um I disagree with that before you even say anything further. You bothered me 412 times today at work uh-huh. just by you shooting didn't... out of your
0: cubicle. You do Bother not me. Around.
1: I am bothered. You, at hey, all.
0: you legit invited me to go on a walk today i thought you were getting ready to go solo and, you and I, like, hope you I
2: was trying to go solo and then i felt bad about it so i invited you <laughs> that's the wrong word <laughs> i meant <you. laughs> it was a guilt it was a guilt invite? no but i was just angry and i wanted to go did i didn't I know that's
0: i funny. i invited
2: you because you you came up pretty quickly if i was gonna have to wait i wasn't gonna wait <laughs> 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 like you I popped did. up and you're like my coat's already on and i was like all right that's fine but if you were like, oh, let me go pee first, I was going to be like, no,
1: absolutely not. I'm leaving. When did that happen? I missed you guys. Where was it? Where, where well,
2: was maybe I? you shouldn't have left your ass at 3 p.m. an hour and a half before everybody oh. else.
0: And yeah, then... we went at like 3.30. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that.
2: Are you?
1: I had to go to Costco. Listen.
2: Yeah, you do not want don't to be my night? people. You wanted to leave.
1: It was great. I loved Costco. I had to get it very card. You know
2: what I love? Tomorrow I'm gonna wake up in my house by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna talk to anybody. And then I'm gonna go get my hair cut. And if it was up to me, she wouldn't talk to me either. And then I'm gonna go to my yoga class where nobody's gonna talk to me.
1: Well, listen, guys, (laughs) if you liked what you heard on this pod, you (laughs) have to follow deep Your romans pod on instagram uh if you have anything that you want to say to us good or bad we're honestly open for anything um you want to give us any topics we should talk about any would you rathers email us at deep at gmail.com otherwise i think uh guys go deep Get, to real. Get to real. <laughs> you took too All long right. of bye oh, okay, <laughs> okay bye <laughs>